Hey, everyone. Welcome to Tara Miranda, the podcast. We'll be here every week exploring what it means to live more fully and not just more busy. We invite you to take this time just for you to slow down and restore yourself so that you can bring even more of your awesome into the world. Are you ready, Tara? So ready, Miranda. Then let's dive in. Welcome back to all of our listeners. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Tara and Miranda. Hello, everybody, and welcome. We are here one more week in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think you're getting into our topic today. Uh, I'm tapping into it because you got to. I think that's the main you know, if there was any point that I wanted to make today, I'll just make it at the beginning and I'll probably make it multiple times throughout. But we got to tap into some joy today, people. And throughout, especially right now, uh, take a stand. Let's tap into our joy and find it wherever it might be hiding. Because it's right there. I know it's right there. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about joy today. If you remember from season one, we had an episode where we talked about joy. We're talking about Christmas, yes. one of the things that brings us great joy. It feels uh, like a lifetime ago. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and it was not that long ago. No, it wasn't. All, actually. It wasn't. But the crossover of us, one of the parts is Christmas season. Exactly. So that's one of the things that brings us joy, but we're going to tap into the abundance of the other things that bring us joy as well. Um, all so that you can tap into your own. Um, But before we do any of that and go any deeper into this topic of joy, let's check in. Let's. How are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, you're looking at me. So I think you're going to ask me first. Looking at you, kid. Well, generally I feel really good. Like I had a very restful weekend on purpose because I was like, I'm not I have lots of things to do, but it just doesn't feel right to push through. So I listened to my body and I can't say that I rested, but I didn't like overexert my mind, I guess you could say. So read some books and saw some friends (laughs) and, uh, yeah, although it was a little chilly, like it was nice to be outside with the people that I saw this weekend. So social distancing and all. Yes, but nice. Nice that we can do that again outside in a socially yeah. distanced way. So lucky it wasn't snowing and <laughs> all good. So yeah, I feel generally good. Ready to start the week. Good. How about you? Uh, yeah, I had also a very, yeah, like I really leaned into the, the rest this weekend. Um, I did also see a few people in the safest way that I wanted that I could. Um, and after that, I was really tired because it's really hard to be around people. these days not hard but just like I get the new way of being these days yeah it takes it out of me so 
I got home and the rest of my weekend was like spent on my butt. (laughs) I really didn't do much, but I watched a lot of um, just TV that makes me happy, (laughs) which isn't the most inspiring thing, but this weekend it felt great. I was alone. I did not have my husband around. He was off doing also outdoor things with friends. Seemed to be a theme of the weekend. Everybody was with people. Um, yeah, spring, mm-hmm. like a permission that we here in Northern places love to get. Yeah. All of a sudden we all start smiling again. It's very funny. So yeah, feeling good. Um, and ready to jump in here. Let's, let's do it. Joy. Mm. Well, and I'm, I'm curious before we even start talking about what brings us joy, I'd like to ground in when you and I talk about joy, Tara, Mm -hmm. what are we talking about? What do we mean? When we first came together in this little venture, that's the word that started us off being full of joy or joyful with two L's. (laughs) And we were talking about that intrinsic core place that cannot be moved, cannot be wavered, that is there no matter what, and is not dependent on external forces. It's the core. We always talk about the core of who we are. Mm -hmm. we've, We've mentioned that multiple times through this podcast already, the core of who we are that thing that doesn't move, like you said. And these are our core values. And, you know, we were talking last time about values. Mm -hmm. These are the things that make us who we are. Yeah. And when they are being expressed, when we're living them, when we're connected and aligned to that core of who we are, that's the, it brings out that feeling of joy. And if you had to describe what it feels like to be joyful for you, what does joy feel like when you're doing all of those things? There's like a flow feeling to it where it's like time stops or time like stands still. It's just really enjoyable. There's like, it feels like nothing can kind of come and ruin the vibe. Mm in my experience. Yeah. It's also very confidence building, I would say. When I experience those things that that are really like me, I'm kind of like, yeah, I appreciate that you don't like that, but I do. Like I can I can very much stand in mm. like that's who I am. So, go away. Yeah. I love that you're touching on that because to me, I I was thinking about how joy and redefining control intersect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's exactly what you're talking about. That's where it intersects is it's that feeling of groundedness, right? Like joy is, yes, there's sort of like a, an energy that can exist in joy. That's very like up in the clouds and sort of like happiness. It can feel like happiness, but that's not it. It's not joy is not equal to happy because you can be joyful when you are quite sad, actually, I think you can feel joy, even in some of the really tough moments of your life when you're not oh, quote unquote happy. Absolutely. You can. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you can. And, and you're, you're, you have you're, to, that's like a muscle that we really need to build because if you're depending on external forces to bring that for you, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. It can't, it has to come from inside. Mm-hmm. It can't come from out there somewhere. Um, that really grounded feeling that really like my feet are on the floor and I, I don't need you to like it. And I don't need you to validate it because it's me and I feel alive. And that's, that's the point. Yeah. The belonging all, everywhere and nowhere, mm. same time. Right. That belonging thing. Mm. All right. So joy is this very in control, like the true sense of control, that true sense of me, like me expressing who I am and what I'm here to do, what I've been put on this earth to do when we're connected to that. It it can bring out this joy feeling. It doesn't have to be this like pie in the sky thing either. It can be a very simple, practical thing that brings that out. And I want to start exploring that now with the, between the two of us. Sure. What are the things that bring you joy? Well, I was thinking back to actually the science of happiness course that I took over the summer and uh, it's fabulous. If you want to look on Coursera, it's a really good, it's free. And they're basically just going into what happiness is. There was a lot of research around you'll never be happy if you're always looking outside. So she's bringing in research around you know, you have a career and you're working and then somebody else has more money than you, like you're, and someone within your circle or someone that you see that's pretty relatively close mm-hmm. that you're going to want that salary. Like you're, you're not going to be happy with yours. You're going to be happy with the one that is around you, which is why like in the course she talks about like minimize your social media because it, your brain works this way. Mm. Like always wanting the next thing, always wanting what other people want. And how you have to make these practices or cultivate these practices so that you don't get caught up in that stuff. Because it's just the way your brain works, which that was really fascinating because it's like we have to really work hard to make sure that our brain doesn't take us where it wants us to go. (laughs) I I find that if I'm taking care of myself, so self-care, I can find more places for joy because I'm blocking out a lot of other things. Like I'm putting myself first. I'm making sure that I'm investing in myself. And that, that course really helped with the practices that helped me do that. Like getting enough sleep. You know, I do devotionals every day. Like I pray regularly, like those types of things, small things. But if I'm doing them on a regular basis, I find that I can find joy more regularly. Yeah. It's, what I'm hearing in that is it's almost like building up a momentum in a certain direction. It's like, how can I, this is like habit building. We talk about this a lot, this idea Mm -hmm. of like building the habits, the little things we do every day that don't make it such a stretch to get to joy, to get to happy. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a lot more accessible and comes a lot more easily when you're like, you've got that daily, like I almost want to call it joy hygiene. (laughs) like brushing your teeth right you should trademark that yeah tm it's mine nobody else take it um (laughs) but yeah that it sounds like that to me like it's like i'm brushing my teeth every day and each time i brush my teeth it doesn't do 
anything really for the overall health of my mouth, like every single time. But the fact that I do it every day yeah. is what makes me, gives me, you know, oral hygiene. That's, that's how I stay healthy. I have been doing a lot of webinars on stress management. You know, people are so in it. They're like, give me the, give me the keys, give me the thing that will really help me because there's so much going on. And I don't even want to minimize that. There is a lot going on. Like the, the questions that I get, the like stuff, I'm dealing with this thing and it's very specific to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in COVID, there's like layers and layers and layers of what, what that looks like. And the thing is, if you're focusing on all the things that are going wrong, you will not be able to access this place. Yeah. And I know that feels like if you're in it right now, that feels like, Tara, you don't get it. I get it because I used to be there and you can't, it's like you have blinders on, you have blinders on and you're looking down Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's really hard because Mm -hmm. that's, I think why happiness feels like the thing you can grab onto. And that's so fleeting when you're so focused on how do I get this out of my way? How do I get this out of my way? How do I get this out of my way? Yeah. It's, it's just a bandaid, right? It's a momentary bandaid. It's that it's a painkiller. It's like taking Tylenol when you have a headache. Sure. Like, it will get rid of the headache in the immediate sense, but it doesn't get rid of like, why did you get a headache in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Your body's missing something. There's something you're not doing that, that, you know, you can do more consistently so that perhaps that doesn't happen at all. Uh, and it, it links back to something we were talking about last time, which is that like lens when we get so hyper-focused on the negative and what's not happening in our lives, uh, it, it actually gives us a confirmation bias. Yeah. <laughs> we start seeing everything that looks like that negative thing. And it's mm-hmm. just giving us confirmation that, yep, my life sucks. Yep, nothing's right. Nothing is going well which is not true. It's just a version of the truth. Your brain is doing this on purpose. Your brain is looking for patterns. That's how it helps you survive, (laughs) right? So it's trying to figure out what are those minefields? What are those areas that I need to protect this person from? And so when you're looking for something that's like, oh, like I'm not good enough. Oh, like I got a C on this test or whatever it is. It's like, you're just confirming the things that you're looking for. And so it just takes you further down, but know that it's your brain, like we're fighting (laughs) our brain. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like, which can work for us or against us depending on what we're feeding it. Right. So it's like, that's again, taking back control, redefining control of your life is knowing that, that like your brain will do what you program it to do, but, but it's work, it's work to program it in to orient to joy as opposed to yeah other, especially in times like this because it is hard to find what's happy right now <laughs> yeah and do. I want to flip it to you how are you doing this or what's coming up for you as we're talking about it yeah well so I love where you took it with this like hygiene place because that is a that's a very real thing the little things that we're doing on a daily basis so that it's not such a stretch And where my mind went was like, okay, so then when we're doing all of that, Mm -hmm. what are the things that are accessible to us, right? Once we've we've got that hygiene in place and we're sort of a little more open and a little more able to see the joy, what are we seeing? (laughs) What is joyful to you, to me? And I think 
in the moments when I can, when I have access to my own joy, uh, you know, I was, I was taking a hike with my parents this weekend and it, we, my mom and I were talking about how nature is such a spiritual thing. And when I'm, when I'm too bogged down, I can be doing something like taking a hike and not see any of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I'm, when I'm open, when I'm able to see it, when there's less distractions in my life, it fills me with so much joy to like be in a forest or swimming in a lake or doing all of that stuff. Like nature just, I know that there's times when I just don't see it, even when I'm in the, when I'm immersed in it. But when I'm joyful, when I, when I have access to that, it's the thing that really, really fills me and really brings me a lot, like can bring me really alive. I feel that groundedness. It's not just happy. It's not just like, yay, this is so exciting. It's also very like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Right. That's how it feels. So when, when you are accessing joy, what is it that is accessible? What flows into you? What do you see? I think I'm just reminded of what makes me me. Yeah. I could sit and read a book for hours, like leave me alone. I could go do that. I listened to like yesterday, I listened to three podcasts. I finished a book in two days. I liked it. So there was like certain things, but it's all about learning because my happy place is learning and making connections and Um, I know for a lot of people that's like school, like school and extra on my weekends. What what does that mean? Um, I think it was one of the things that I played down. Like it was just like, this is my little corner of my bookworm place. Um, Because being like that is not really revered. It's like fun is going to like Canada's Wonderland or stuff like that, which I do enjoy, but it's not my happy place. So I think I'm just reminded of how I was created uniquely and I don't have to apologize for that. Like it brings me a lot closer to like the same way that I think you feel in nature. Mm -hmm. Like I feel that too in nature. It's just not my like go-to place, but I feel closer to my creator. Yeah. Uh, It makes me like, I have this, like, (laughs) I can't stop smile (laughs) to hear, just to hear that. And that feeling of this is me mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't have to apologize for it. I get to just be it. I get to just love it and, and nerd out about whatever it is that makes me, me. Um, like that's so beautiful. And I think there's something very joyful that I have found in working with you because you and I, while we will often say that we're the same person, we're not. No. <laughs> Same and so different at the exact same time. Right. There's certain things about us that are very similar. And then, and then there's these things that are, are like, we're the yin and the yang. We often will talk or I'll often say that. And, but there's so much joy for me in being in relationship with somebody who is so different from me mm-hmm. and being able to be myself yeah. and be seen and not feel like it's hard to be around somebody who's different yeah that brings me so much joy (laughs) to just be like 
I can be me and you can be you and we can talk about it. We can disagree or we can have very different values in how they're lived and expressed, but we still can see each other and appreciate each other for those things and ha have a podcast and talk about things. And yeah. Yeah. I think um, confidence through being able to tap into like really who you are allows for that. But there's also like, I don't push my views on you. Mm. Really, we just are open and we can talk about what it is that we need to talk about. And when we notice things are going off the rails, we're like curious. Mm -hmm. We're not judgmental. We're curious about why that is and how do we avoid that in the future? Yeah. Absolutely. But I can stay confident in who I am and I don't have to apologize for who I am. Yeah. And I can just be like, oh, there's something going on for Miranda over there. Like, let me ask her. Yeah. And how can we make sure that we, both of our voices are heard and not feel like any one of us has to change or fix the other one in order for this to work. If either of us have to dim who we are to be around each other. Yeah. That's not good. And I mm. am sure that as many of you are listening, <laughs> you've been in moments with people in your life where you have felt that, that you need to be something you are not in order to be around them. And we feel you, we, Tara and I have both been there and that will, your joy, that beautiful feeling of unfleeting, unmoving core of who you are feeling just starts to die. <laughs> well, awful. I want to highlight what you said there. We're still there. Like I don't want anybody to think that we don't run into situations mm -hmm. where this is hard just because we are really good at practicing this stuff right. does not mean that we do not run into people who don't value this. Right. And those are definitely challenges. I would say that if you're doing this regularly, it becomes less hard because you can stand a little bit taller. You can stand with, okay, that's your opinion. Like you can be confident about yeah. where you are. And that's why I would say cultivating this is so important because if you're doing it regularly and you're looking for those things that really light you up, then you can show up in the harder times with more resilience. Mm -hmm. Yes. Beautifully said. We have discovered between the two of us, mm -hmm. the ease in it. It's not always easy. I don't want to say it's easy. It's not. It's like you said, it's work, it's practice. Mm -hmm. But we have found an ease with it. But yeah, there's plenty of situations where it's not so easy. Yeah, the, the more you can practice it and the more you can find like-minded people who want to practice it with you, mm -hmm. it starts to grow and your spine becomes stronger. Totally. Mm. What is it? Strong back. Soft Strong front. back, soft front, wild heart. Yes. Thank you, Brene. Totally. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, <laughs> well, I already said something about Brene, which I can't remember right now. Like right at the beginning. All belonging. Oh, yes. right. She's here. Yeah. She's always here with us. Always. <laughs> so, okay. So joy, unmoving, grounded part of who we are. Mm -hmm. We have to cultivate it, especially in times like these. We have to take a stand for joy in times like these. And 
there are a couple of resources that I want to highlight here. Um, just to sort of, if you're interested in seeing where people are talking about joy or what pe who, who's, whose mission in life it is to create more joy in this world. And Tara, I actually want you to talk about this first one that I have here, because you actually shared it with me. Yes, well, our team is really big on sharing resources or things that are funny to us and <laughs> um, or joyful or whatever it is that's on mm -hmm. our minds. And um, late to the party, because I feel like this has been going on for a while, yeah. uh, but there's this man who lives in the Yukon and Bhangra dances in the snow. <laughs> and his name yeah. is Gurdip Pander. And he just wants to bring joy to people by dancing his style of dance in the snow. And so that's what he's doing. And I think it was really interesting, like the types of messages he gets, like he brings people hope, which I think is another part of joy as well, because people who live confidently and like share their, the things that make them alive, like you're automatically bringing light to others. So um, that's fun. If you want to search that, there's a lot of fun videos that he's got um, up in the Canadian wilderness. Yeah, does it with other people. And it's, it's so, when I watched one of the videos, he, the whole thing started out with like, I'm doing this for positivity and joy because positivity is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's just the most like childlike, beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that with me. And yeah, go check it out. It's a really like we're not necessarily asking you to read anything. It's just some really fun videos of this guy dancing and it's beautiful. And I was recently reading in my very favorite, I don't even want to call it a magazine. They don't even call it a magazine. It's called the Magnolia Journal. Mm -hmm. And they highlighted this uh, dude illustrator guy who, um, if you know the videos Kid President. Yes. He's the, he's the creator of Kid President. Um, and he's an illustrator. And he wrote a book recently called Becoming Better Grownups, which just, you know, this interview in this magazine or in this journal, it's not a magazine, uh, is just so wonderful. And he talks about all the things that bring him joy and what he's learned from interviewing people all around the world about, you know, how to become a better grown-up. And so that's just this book is a collection of that. But it just seems like a very joyful, it's all illustrated like a kid's book. Very joyful thing. So oh. I wanted to, his name is Brad Montag and uh, the book is Becoming Better Grownups. Cool. Yes. How are you now? What's here now, Tara? I'm, I'm just reflecting on the things. I'm reflecting on the things. I don't have better words for that, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I'm thinking about what I want to do today to do more of that. Yes. You? Ditto. Ditto. Just happy to, happy to be here with you as always. And with y'all who are listening, go find your joy. Now. <laughs> That's an order. That's a wrap on another episode of Tara and Miranda, the podcast. Did you love what you heard? Write a review where you listen to podcasts and share the love with a friend who needs to hear this. Want more while you wait for the next episode? Just visit us at taramiranda.com and take a minute to sign up for updates. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and we hope you'll catch us next week on Wednesday. Bye! Bye. <laughs>